Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, a podcast about the FX television series Fargo. I'm sitting here in my office talking to my friend Sharpie I'm about the TV show Fargo. In my office. I just want to start out by saying I apologize for me being late, Sharpie. I had to, you know, basically flog myself for two to three hours, you know, or as otherwise just watching the Minnesota Vikings lose to Seattle tonight. Then I watched Fargo. Yeah, I don't condone those actions. Whatsoever. I know you don't like the sports ball. I'm Seems sorry. weird. I apologize. Seems weird to watch people get paid millions of dollars to like roll around with each other when precisely that sort of action is like killing people and causing our economy to crash. Okay, I won't get political. Okay. I'm just <laughs> it's just they lost. It was sad. They threw away the game. But you know what? What? In my sadness completely totally redeemed myself what i don't even know what to talk about what the living hell was that opening um you mean with all the like um <sighs> embalming instruments and whatnot you know that or the scary guy without a f- nose and a f- face on the stairs oh that like <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't know the tools were scarier for you than <laughs> Then, then the strange, dead-looking man. I mean, I was like, "Is freaking winter coming? Are we Game of Thronesing this shit?" I might have missed the very first like minute. Okay, time out. You missed. Oh my god. Well, I you know mean, what? I mean, I saw the man when Ethelreda saw the man. Did I miss the first minute? No, that was that was the right part. Okay, so we're good. So you know, it's, it's, it's so ominous and spooky, and she opens that door, and he's just sitting at the top of the steps. Yeah, I mean, I thought you were gonna say you didn't see that. I no, like, I saw that. Wrong. I saw that. I I was I was a little bit earlier in the beginning than you were. Oh, I know. Just when all the, the cameras just like the... panning over stuff. Well, and... yeah, I mean, and there was this also this double. You know, it comes back eventually at the hotel, Perry. The dripping. Mm-hmm. You know, this dripping. But did you catch the season two throwback in the first, like, 30 seconds, minute? Mm, guess not. I guess not. Christmas tree by the staircase. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did actually. Season, season Felt very season three. I did write that down in my notes, but I certainly did not tie it into season three. But sure. Anyway. Yeah, it had a very, uh, this episode had kind of a six cent. Sixth Sense vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially when you add um, what's been going on, you know, throughout the season so far, which is all of these, like, tight push-ins on the doors in the Smutney house. That also has a yeah. Sixth Sense vibe to me. I can't say that. That's hard to say. Sixth Sense? Sixth Sense. Um, anyway. I don't know, man. Welcome to the hot That's dish. <laughs> yeah. I think this is going to be definitely one of those weeks where my... My second watch might turn into a possible slight third where I skip around to a few things just to really yeah, re- reabsorb some it's stuff. It's real easy for that second watch to turn into like a three or four hour ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting some of that, you know, stuff we've been talking about um, earlier this year where, where it was uh, this year. I don't know. I don't know what days are anymore um with uh you know, with the with the creepy man is what i'm saying is we're we're getting into yeah. that realm of like other worlds entering the the world as we know it right now so that's yeah 
as to be expected in the Fargo universe, and it's happening. What do you think happened to his nose? Did it just fall off because he's like rotting and decaying? I don't know. I'm so. Or was it the I'm sure somebody's listening to this going, you dinguses. It's this. But I sent you a, you know, because it's hard. You can't screenshot any of this stuff. It just shows up black because of stuff. So I videoed it with my phone and I sent you a screenshot I of see that. It. <laughs> okay. Of his face. I was just trying to be like, do you recognize it? Is it something we're missing? But I mean, hmm. even, even at the Hotel Paris, I mean, we're skipping all sorts of stuff here, but I'm just sorry. It's between that as she's washing the money and he just comes out of the freaking, I'm assuming it's the same, you know, comes out of the bathroom. Yeah, same guy. Um, so the interesting thing about that to me was um, that Zelmar knew he was there, but just refused to acknowledge him. So did she know he was there? Or was that it's just such a slow motion scene for her that in the blink of an eye, you know, so I actually wrote in my little quick take was, you know, is this some sort of reaper or is this, Mm. I don't know. You think that maybe we were seeing a time shift, like time was being slowed down as he was walking over there? I'll know more when I rewatch it tomorrow. I just feel like it, at first I thought it was that she was closing her eyes because she, like, I thought exactly what you did. But towards the end, I realized that maybe it was instead. I mean, imagine if you shot that scene at 120 frames a second and you rip it back down to, mm-hmm. you know, like 30 or I'm sorry, film 23.98. Was that just in the blink of an eye? You know, her, her life was quickly snuffed out and she felt that. She felt that presence in the room, but I don't know if she was closing her eyes to shield herself from it. It's just... She was blinking. She was blinking, maybe. Mm. I'll know more tomorrow. We'll, we'll know more tomorrow. That's Ooh, an interesting way, theory. I dig it. I really like this thing because, uh, you know, my other quick note that I noticed was the fact that uh, Orietta was, you know, talked about a little bit about travel. And she has, I think, almost two pieces of art on her wall that say Paris. Yep. And that the hotel was the new Paris. Mm-hmm. So I guess the rule here is don't go to France. <laughs> France is bad. Uh, I don't know how France is going to tie into things, but I loved um, how kind of standoffish Orietta was with Ethel Rita in the beginning of those, some of those scenes when Ethel Rita was knocking on her door. I also noticed how Orietta, if you look at her wardrobe, she has these like white feathers on a, I think it's a navy blue dress yeah. or black, but she looks like a vulture. And if you think about it, she hovers over like the nearly dying or like p- people just before they're about to die. Yeah, that's, oof. Because she has that, like, white, you know, like, collar, like a vulture has. And she just happens to work in hospitals, and she just happens to be around people as they're dying. Yeah. Hovering over them. And she even says she has, like, a, a mind like a bird. Yeah, that's a really sweet pickup, dude. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm going to keep that in mind when I'm watching. Because I did, yeah. I was really drawn to her, her, her decolletage, like, or whatever she had going on there. Yep. Boy, though, I feel like one minute I thought, yeah, she kills a few people, but boy, she's full-blown serial killer. Oh, my gosh. She's, she's, like, she's like Dexter. Trophies, souvenirs, clippings, 
Although it's funny, she talked about how she wants her everything organized. And I thought, yeah, you do need things organized. At least Dexter kept all his people on a slide in very organized boxes. And she's just got clippings in a shoebox. Yes, and they're separate from the actual belongings. Ethel Rita really put those two together pretty quickly. Well, we only have so much time. I mean, we just watched episode four, and still, nobody of any real note has died. Mm, Yep. I don't even know what my favorite thing in this was. There's so much. I'm really pretty excited for tomorrow. I found myself so distracted by the thought of that guy that even... You know, the minute the truck shows up with the oranges and the fire, and I mean, I just threw that whole scene. I don't know if I was really paying attention mm. because I was still going, who's on the, you know, what's in the fucking box? <laughs> just want to know. I wanted to know. Um, you know, and we got the whole spuds thing, but I'm trying to think of what else I thought was. Well, it's interesting. Really, like what else was real standout for you tonight? Um, I like seeing that the... Canon Limited crew knows that they've they've caught the Italians sort of off balance, and they know that they're like having internal mm. struggles. So now they know that they have the upper hand because nobody seems to know what's going on on the Italian side, or at least that's what the Canons think. Yeah. Um. So I like that. You know, if this season would have aired originally when it was supposed to back in April. Hmm. I think we're kind of um what am I going to what I'm trying to say is I'm really glad it is airing now as opposed to when it was supposed to originally air in April because we're getting this zombie like character in the middle of October we're starting mm-hmm. over in our household we're starting to watch you know we're watching we're in creepy movie season <laughs> we're watching horror films all month cuz my girlfriend's super into that I'm not but this plays into it very well so that works out really nicely um, yeah. so I'm thankful for that just wanted to get that out there. Um, we're seeing that Rabbi is sort of stirring some stuff up internally with the Italians, which is nice. Uh, did you notice how, uh, what's the guy's name? Cal- Cal- Calamari? Calamita. Calamita. Calamari. <laughs> did you notice how uh, uh, Calamari, so when when <laughs> Josto and his Cal- brother Gaetano have that sort of face-off and they're leaving the room, and now, um, crap, now I'm going to say it wrong every time. Calamita? Calamita, yeah. Calamita looks over at Rabbi now knowing that Rabbi basically uh, yeah, told on him, ratted him out. Uh, he gives him that, like, throat cut. He, yeah. It's sort of, he's sort of, like, just going out of focus as he gives him that throat cut gesture. So there's going to be some drama there, which is going to be fun. I think so. And it's very clear that Calamita's team, Gaetano. Oh yeah, because he's because he's a old. World. Of those things. Can I talk about the most weird thing that was driving me crazy? Mm-hmm. So we can think about it for tomorrow. It might have been nothing. I'm trying to guess what it is. <laughs> it's the it's most so weird thing. It's you know me, man. I notice the weird things. It has to you, do with you cats? notice really prominent things like like she's a vulture. I'm about to bring up something, and you're like, what? Does it have to do with cats? No. Does it have to do with dogs? No, but I thought about that cat thing for a minute. I was uh, like, how did that cat get into that thing, that shelf, and behind that shit so fast? But hey, it's TV. It's okay. Um, it was the scene. It was in the scene where Velmar, right, Velmar? Zelmar. Right? And uh, Thurman, Smutney, 
when she dropped the money off. Did you notice that just the random dude shoveling like weird, not very big piles of snow? Just constantly shoveling it? Uh, I guess I, I mean, didn't really look at what he was doing. And it's like, dude, it's not like a, like having shoveled a lot of snow as we have. I was like, there's almost no, I'm like, what is this person doing? And I can't decide if it's just something else. They had a very limited snow budget, and that guy was ju- just trying to make it. He's stretching just out thought, that snow what's budget. The, what's the point of the person shoveling it at all? Sherby, it's like a pile of snow, like the size of my desk. And this person's just going, and there's like another, there's like six of them, five or six of them along the building. And then there's no snow anywhere else. The rest is concrete for the most part. I thought, did somebody get promised a roll? Um, like, we'll get you in there somewhere. Here, take this shovel. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, uh, why don't you go uh, shovel that snow over there? Yeah. Yeah, see? I don't know. So I just wrote, it literally says, I wrote, WTF, is that dude doing shoveling? How you like them barf bucks? Thurman, Thurman's got himself in some trouble, and, and, uh, and DeBrell knows it. That's, that's, the real, that's the real trouble, I think. But Man, that guy I think, really turned into a dingus at the end there. I did it. I solved all of our problems. Like, of course, questions are going to be asked when you just go over there and take ownership of solving all your problems, which you could never do for, like, Whoever, who knows how long, at least a month, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they've had this loan, and then all of a sudden you come up with whatever, tens of thousands of dollars. A uh, little bit suspicious there, Thermy. Yeah. But isn't that part of this whole thing? The, the un- I don't know, just people not in the know thinking they're doing the right thing, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm excited for tomorrow. We'll, we'll feed them this dose of our shock and awe. Shoveling <laughs> the guy, I, I also think there's some connection between, um, there was the mention of Egypt and mummies mm-hmm. living in the house, mm-hmm. you know, and their, you know, their house is a bit of a pyramid where they embalm the dead as well. Do you think Thermy's a uh, Freemason? Oof, who knows? No, <laughs> not not with the not with the smarts he's got going on so far this season. No, I don't know anything else you think we should think about before we 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 hand off this hot dish and serve it up. Um, oh, the two hundred the two hundred guns going to Mort Kellerman out of Fargo. Yeah, that's an exciting. Do we know Mort Kellerman? No, I don't know. I have to. That's what I'm saying. We got to dig into that. So now we've got Mort Kellerman in Fargo, but dude whose name escapes me, Eppel or Opal? Uh, I don't know, Eppel. The, the Italian, the stoic Italian, the consigliere. He's got to go kiss the ring in New York. Mm-hmm. He's making friends in Fargo from Kansas City. Clearly, Kansas City's make, got friends in New York. It's mm-hmm. all going to happen. It sure is. And Otis still can't open doors. Not very efficiently. All right, folks. This was the hot dish. Tune in tomorrow for the full dose. The full. It, it's all the fixings. Mm. Leftovers. We'll see you then, Sharpie.